0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Capital Chatter. I'm your host, Violet Ravenstill. I'm Hannah Moss. I'm Sophia Dovko. And I'm Emerson Limswick. So we have a little housekeeping to go over before I read Chapter Eight summary. So we will be going on a two-week hiatus um, for the next two weeks due to spring break and Easter. Also this week, we will be taking a quiz at the end of the episode for um, what training score we would get. So we recommend that you look up our website on Google or a search engine by searching up Capital Chatter Podcast, and you can find the quiz link there, and then you can take it along with us. Yeah, does anyone else have any little quick thing they need to mention? No? Okay. So I guess we're starting with the chapter eight summary. Chapter eight starts off with Katniss being angry at herself for shooting the arrow at the apple. She wonders what her punishment will be and goes into her room to take some time alone. She cries for a while and wonders when they will take her away before realizing they still need a tribute from district 12. So then she worries what they will, if they will take it out on her family. Then we learn that after the private session, the game makers release a number between one and 12 ranking the tribute's potential, one being terrible and 12 being super good. Katniss thinks she will get a low score. She goes down to dinner and eats silently. Finally, Hamish asks what happened, and Peta says that when he went in, in, the game maker seemed really bored, so he threw some stuff around before they dismissed him. Then Katniss shares what happened to her, and Effie is shocked. Hamish says they probably won't do anything to her or her family, just make her life really hard in the arena. This comforts Katniss, and she feels much better. Everyone laughs about it, and even Effie smiles and says it serves them right. Then it's time for them to see their scores. Here are the ones we hear. The careers all get in an 8 to 10 range. Rue gets a 7, Peta gets an 8, and Katniss gets an 11. Everyone is very happy and celebrates before they all go to bed. Katniss thinks about Gale and remembers how they first met. She was hunting in the woods alone and came across a snare that held a rabbit. She looked down to examine it because her snares never caught anything, and then Gale came out behind a tree. They talk and say that they will trade um, with each other for knowledge and things like that. Eventually, they become a team. She thinks about how she misses Gail and compares him to Peeta. She goes to bed and wakes up to the sound of Effie knocking. She goes downstairs and gets ready to be coached for the interviews they have. But then Haymitch tells her Peeta has asked to be coached separately. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so our first big discussion point is Katniss's feelings with her and, like, how she kind of regrets... I'm shooting the apple. So, Sophia, do you want to start things off? Uh, no, but yes. Okay. Um, so I have wanted to shoot people, or at least shoot near people for years. People are not fun. I do not like people. So I would like to shoot a bow and arrow at people. I wouldn't have shot the apple though. I would have shot the person. Just don't <laughs> kill them. I think just make that I do care. not condone violence. Do not sue. <laughs> okay. Um. Personally, I feel really bad for Katniss because I can understand the feeling of where you do something and then right after you realize how like how many consequences there could be and like how many ripples this um, action could have. One thing I find really interesting about this whole situation she's having in her brain is that um, she's more worried about Prim and her mom being hurt than herself because she's like, if they take me away, whatever. But like, what really scares her is the thought that they'll punish um, Prim and her mom. Hannah, what do you think? Um, I think Katniss shooting the apple just proves my point that she's a baddie. I, I don't think she should be upset with herself. I don't think she be- should be upset with herself because it just proves she's awesome. I, I disagree. I feel like Katniss is right in being worried because like what if she's done something that completely like endangers her or Prim's life? Because the only reason that she volunteered is because she wanted to help Prim, right? So then if she does something that could potentially harm Prim, the whole point of that was just it was stupid. Then then she shouldn't have volunteered. What do well, you guys? Well, I mean, Ab- she wouldn't known that she was gonna do this until she-, she did it. But she could have not done it. She could have. I'm just. I know. But I mean, if she didn't do it, then maybe she wouldn't have gotten an 11. Yeah, I know. So it's a whole thing. But I'm just saying, I think that Katniss, like, in the moment, I I understand why she's, like, worried about this. Because she doesn't know she's going to get an 11. She just thinks that, like, now they're going to make her into an AVOX. And, like, that sucks. Yeah. Emerson, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. Um yeah i I think that it was like it definitely like got the the judge's attention, like what she did, but like, um, like I feel like like shooting the apple was a good decision, okay, um, not necessary, like but if she had shot one of the judges, that then she could have been in trouble, yeah, definitely in trouble. Um, Sophia, you had something you wanted to say about her thought process. All right. So her thought process was very much like my thought process. Um, she goes from anger to guilt, to being scared to sad, then to depressed, and then acceptance, and then she's laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly your thought process. Yes yeah okay um i mean i feel like that's a very under it's like what is it called the five stages of like grief or something Mm -hmm. Hmm? yeah like i don't know there's some scientific some scientific thing where it's like the five stages of of yeah i think it's called the five stages of grief it's not five stages i'm just saying um that was i actually watched a video on this um uh the five stages it's like The five stages of accepting that you're gonna die. That's what it was based off of. Uh, Don't exactly quote me off of this, but this is—it was originally meant for people who were gonna die. Wow. People who were dealing with someone else dying. Huh. Okay. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what do you guys think of this whole like? They get a score because. Um, the actual sessions are private. Personally, I find it to be extremely interesting, like whole concept, um, because I like the amount of strategy that goes into it. Like how Portia mentioned, like some people like pre like get a low score on purpose, and then you could you don't really know if they're actually bad or if they're just hiding their talents. Like there's so many options, so I I just find it really interesting. What do you guys think? Mhm. Interesting. That's what yeah. I did. Like where where do they come up? Like someone must have come up with that. I don't know. Am I huh. allowed to give a funny story? Well, funny to me. Funny to me. Yes. You've you've a maximum of thirty seconds though. Funny stories <laughs> are down to thirty second stories. Alright, so um I started Jiu Jitsu when I was eight and I was like pigtails kid. I had the two little brains. And whenever I had to fight against boys or even girls, but mostly boys, um, I would just uh, go from the outside of the mat and then just little, little skip and hopping. And then I would arm bar them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. Okay. I miss that. <laughs> Wait, so how does this story relate to what we're talking about? Um, Because... Well, oh, okay. you make yourself look innocent and... Little tiny little tiny. Yeah. And then you <laughs> actually are okay. an absolute beast. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, the whole like playing I don't know. Yeah, playing innocent. Playing okay. innocent. Um, very small moment, but one I must bring up. She comes down to dinner and she's sulking and her eyes meet Pita's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I I think this is showing how supportive Pita is. Haymitch doesn't care, Cinna doesn't care, Portia doesn't care, but Peta is meeting her eyes and checking to see if she's okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is sort of her... <laughs> of course you noticed it. This is- yeah, he did. He noticed it. He was like the only one who was really like, there's something wrong with Katniss. So the way he... <laughs> oh, you okay. noticed well, this, Peta but... Noticed it too. <laughs> So the way they do the scene um, with them cheering her up in the movie, I I just I love it so much. But we're not here to talk about the movie. So even in the books, you can tell that they like they've all sort of grown into becoming a family, Um, even if like they originally were sort of like, I don't really like you, but they're sort of forced together and like forced to be a team. And they they like uplift each other and they care about each other. Anything anyone has to say about this? No. No. Okay. Yay. So, wait, no, Sophia, you had something to say about this. Yeah. Wait, I did? Oh, yeah. I actually liked Effie in that very moment. I mean, she was laughing. Wait, this is the moment that we're talking about, right? Yes. I suddenly like Hamish way better, and yeah, Effie she was, like, was great. Actually, not prim Effie. She was like, yeah. She wasn't capital Effie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's sort of like maybe like her like all these years with like the District Twelve tributes. Like she's she's like heard a lot of things, and she's like probably like um, she's like starting. Maybe with, like, Katniss and Peeta, she's, like, kind of starting to, um, to try and feel more for the tributes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she can, like, she's trying to relate to them more. Yeah. I feel like Kathy, oh my god, Kathy. Effie, um, like, on the outside, she's, like, this hard, like, capital-created not really nice person, but then on the inside, like she still is like a human and cares for people and like wants everything to be fair. Imagine if she's a robot. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. Effie is a robot. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Okay. So we see some of the scores. Rue gets a seven. <laughs> um what do we all think Rue did that got her this score? Because We later, like, Katniss sort of speculates at it. So, like, what do you guys think she got? Well, like... How did she get it? Wait, how'd she get it? Yeah. Well, she's known to be, like, sneaky. So, I think she showed her, like, stealth and how she's, like, so good at that stuff. I don't know. Maybe, like, whatever she did. Like, I think Katniss says this, too. But, like, uh, whatever she did must have been like like impressive for her size. Like probably the judges or the game makers like underestimated her because of how small she was, but like when they saw how like capable she was despite her smallness, she it would have been impressive. Which Well, and the other thing is that they would have had to pay attention to her to like for her to get a seven. So at least they paid attention to Rue. Yeah, for how like small she is. Yeah, I'm just like picturing like how would you show sneakiness though? Like you just like sneakiness. Hide in a tree. Like you just like no, you should hide in a tree. Become a spider monkey. But you're looking like a- onto the judges <laughs> and strangle them. <laughs> you're just like, you're in a metal training room. Like there are no trees. Or like, like you, you walk in the room, like you wait until they're not paying attention. And then like when the next food, when like, cause you know, they're brought food while they're watching. So by the time the next food comes out, you're like, standing right behind them and you say yes that no. looks delicious can I have some? <laughs> and they <laughs> whip around <laughs> to see <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> Oh my god yes that looks delicious Okay so Pita gets an eight <laughs> um if uh, what Hannah <laughs> <laughs> If if I was in the Hunger Games I'd want to be in the six to eight range not like super low but, like, not, like, ridiculously, like, career high. So, you know, like, right in that middle section, seven and eight, right in there. Yeah. So, PETA. Yay. Okay. Katniss gets an 11. Yay. So we should discuss what the upfalls and downfalls. Is it upfall? No. Uprise. Yeah, we'll say pros and cons. 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 pros and cons of Katniss getting an 11 are. Um, I am a person who usually sees the cons in something. I'm a pessimist. Not PETA. (laughs) Except for PETA. It's not pessimist. It's a realist. realist Except with PETA. Except with PETA. But anyway, (laughs) there's some exceptions to that. (laughs) But okay, so the cons (laughs) that I see here are that now because she got an eleven. If like the the careers are gonna have to team up with her and try to get her out. If she had gotten like an eight like Pita they're just like, oh, she's just another tribute, you know? But like now that she had this amazing entrance and she has an eleven, like they have to be worried about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or they could be intimidated by her. Yeah, but Yeah, if but you're she's like gonna be made a target by like Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it, well, when if she's, she's targeting ever, them. If you've ever played tag Two times in a row <laughs> then you want to get the winner of the previous game out first no that's not like really wait related. how do you get it? <laughs> Like, wait how do you play tag when you tag someone don't you just like tag someone and then run for your life <laughs> yeah i didn't know like, yeah you just yeah you, you don't get people out it's like a dodgeball or something or like yeah
1: Capture the flag. Oh,
0: yeah. Just like a gamer, you can actually get people out. Yeah. Oh, or go in the graveyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can uh, I, I, know. Know. I was talking speak, about like... everybody's it tag. Oh. Uh, oh. Like so, you tag them. Oh yeah. They stuck out. infection. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Off topic. Off topic. I get. It. But, but then... like, she's become a target <laughs> from the other <laughs> tribute yes she would become a target but on the plus side she could like get sponsors yeah yeah so um yay does anyone else have anything they want to say about Katniss getting an 11. no okay no. so now we have a Gale story <laughs> um these would you like to Ooh, hear my thoughts you didn't gag I'm ew. sorry. Gag story. Gag. <laughs> gag story. Gale story. Okay, I will read you my exact gag. notes for people listening. It says ew, Gail story, gag. Also, it's creepy. He just came out behind a tree like he was watching her. Gail is a stalker. More gagging. <laughs> These are my only thoughts on this story. So if anyone else would like to take it away and more deeply discuss it, feel well, free. I mean... I guess if we're being, like, weird about things, Katniss was kind of stalking Peeta. How? She was stalking him for food. I mean, so Gale's stalking Katniss. But she wasn't stalking him. She wasn't sp- specifically targeting him. And she didn't, like, no. stand behind a tree and then, like, watch she her was for was sitting next to-, to a tree. She was sitting next to a tree watching Peeta. She wasn't watching him. She was just about to die, Hannah. And she couldn't move. <laughs> Still Stalking. Well, it's basically the same thing. Gail's watching Katniss. Katniss is watching Peeta. But Katniss wasn't voluntarily watching Peeta. Um, she was just watching Peeta because she couldn't move. She was out of strength, Hannah. I was a little out of strength, Violet. She was watching Peeta. Fine. She could have watched the pigs. Gail was creepier because he was standing behind a tree. At least Cadence was just out in the open. Gail was a She was a sitting next stalker. to a tree. She was sitting next to a but tree. But he was behind the tree and then just randomly appeared. That's but creepy. But she was next to the tree. Well, she basically randomly appeared too. Whatever. Anyway, does anyone else have things of substance to stay- say about the story? <laughs> they no, meet, good. they become friends. Well, Gale could have been stalking his own crap <laughs> stalking his own emotions, but then why, he, why did he Why did he wait so long to come out behind the tree? The how do second you know he saw, he came... wasn't because he what? just went there. But I mean, how do there's you any not. Game? No, Gale wasn't like stalking his own emotions in the wilderness. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Okay>. like <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> just no out there and things that are important. We're moving on. <laughs> so, okay, so Katniss, I think, makes a very deep comparison that's, like, poetic um, from Kay- Gail DePita. She says that, like, her and Gail ended up becoming friends um, or knowing each other because they both needed to survive um, and that, that survival was easiest by um, them helping each other. While with her and PETA, if one of them survives, the other does not. So, this whole idea of like Gale and Katniss helping each other makes them survive, while PETA and Katniss, one of them trying to survive, the other means the other's not. This gives Gail um, an edge in the love triangle. So, what do you guys think of this? Yeah. I'm not even to comment. More love I'm not triangle. I'm love triangle. Why? It is a love triangle. What do you also want me to call it? There's no one else that we can add to the triangle to make it a square. <laughs> <laughs> love square. <laughs> well then, if we're making love triangles, can I make a love triangle? Yes. Effie, Hamish and Sinna. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> I was just okay. So, does anyone else have anything they want to say about Wait, this? Wait, can we make a ship name for a Haymitch and Effie? I'm sure if you look one up, there is one. Oh, I'm looking one up. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Yes. So, Emerson, what do I mean? Yeah, okay, so now we have to discuss the fact that PETA asked to be coached separately. We're just, we're only going to discuss our just initial reactions because we're actually going to discuss, like, more of our thoughts later um, when we start Chapter 9. But what were your guys, like, initial reactions to this? I knew your it was coming. Head. Wait, start up one person at a time. S-Mitch! <gasps> <F> S-Mitch? <laughs> That's a terrible... Yes! F Mitch. I liked Hefe <laughs> better. F Mitch. Okay. Oh, but everyone likes Oh Well, well F Mitch is kind of fun, though. Okay. Sophia, what were your initial thoughts on hearing PETA wanted to be coached separately? That makes sense. I'd do the same thing. Wait, did I no, write I'm something down about this? All right. Uh, yeah that that would be a normal thing i mean what if i mean i know what he says because we read the next chapter uh but i mean mean, it doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be a team with her it just means that he wants to be coached about one specific thing separately Um, emerson what were your like initial thoughts like before you knew anything else like just your initial like what i was really shocked. I was I was surprised that Peter asked to be coached separately because he obviously has this thing for Katniss. He loves her. So I was I was kind of surprised. <clears throat> I was very surprised actually. Yeah, okay, Hannah, what were your initial Thank thoughts? You. Was a poopy head for that decision because Katniss <laughs> was excited. She was like, "Yay, I'm gonna go train with Peter!" And then Peter's like, "No." <laughs> I want to be trained separately, go away. So, okay. Very mixed thoughts. So that is the end of um chapter eight. And now we're on to, I'm going to read the summary for chapter nine. One of my favorite chapters in the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> for very obvious reasons. For us okay. to nobody. So here we go. Chapter nine. Katniss is upset that PETA has asked to be coached separately, but doesn't show it. Haymitch tells her she will have two hours with Effie and two hours with Haymitch. Effie makes her work on smiling and posture and walking in heels and politeness. Katniss Katniss gets frustrated but holds it in. After lunch, she has her session with Haymitch where they decide how she should appear. Like smart, funny, strong, mysterious. She asks what Peta's strategy is and he says likable. They start out with her acting really nice but Katniss just grows really angry. Then they try humble but that doesn't work either. They go through a bunch of different traits, but none of them work. And Katniss leaves the session super angry. She is dinner in her room and gets super mad and throws all the plates at the wall. The Avox girl comes in and Katniss apologizes for leaving her behind, and she signals that it is okay. In the morning, it is Sinna's day to make her look fancy. The final look is amazing. Her dress is fire themed again, and when she spins, it looks it looks like she is encased in flame. Before the interview, she talks to Sinna about she about how she doesn't know how to act and he just says that when she gets asked a question to pretend he is asking it and answer as honestly as possible. She says she will and then it's time. We learn the interviews are televised live and everyone must watch. The host is Caesar Flickerman and he hosts every year. Since District 12 goes last Katniss watches everyone else's interviews first. Here's what we learn. The District Twelve one, the District 1 girl acts sexy. The monster boy from District 2 is a killing machine. The red-haired girl from District 5 is elusive. The crippled boy from 10 is quiet. Then we get to Rue, and she is wearing a white angel dress. After her is the District 11 boy, and he is pretty sullen. Then it is Katniss's turn. She goes up on the stage, and Caesar asks her what her favorite food is. She says it's the dried plum stew. He asks her a couple more questions about the dress and prim, and then it's over. Cinna gives her a thumbs up. Then it's Peter's turn. He is funny and charming, and soon Caesar asks him about girls. He says there is someone special, and Caesar tells him to win, and then they can go out. But P- Peter says that won't work because she came he- there with him. Yeah. Oh my God, love that. Okay, <laughs> so um, we start off. <laughs> what Anna? We start off with um, them having to be coached separately. And Katniss's reaction, I'm very sad about this because this means that many twin alert potential is gone. I have a theory about why this took place, but it makes more sense for me to talk about it at the end of the chapter. So I'm going to save it till then. Hannah, what do you think? I think Peter's a jerk. Maybe because he wanted to work on different skills, but I think there's still some of like the maybe lower score involved. Just just a theory. But I, I just don't enjoy it. Katniss was actually excited. So yeah. Okay. I I I don't I don't agree. I don't think that Peter was jealous for getting because he got a lower score. I don't think Peta's the jealous type. PETA's like I feel like Peter's the kind of person that's like, you shine, like and I'll sit back here. And like he's okay with that. Um but then that's just even more depressing. It's. I don't think it's depressing. Well, it means that he he's a good like, friend. And then Katniss but, will let him, like, um shine when it comes to baking. Because Katniss probably can't bake. And Katniss probably can't, like... But this things. isn't about baking. This is surviving in the Hunger Games. Yeah. So, it makes sense yeah. why he gets coached separately. Yeah, I know. But he's being a jerk. Because if he... Well, even if it's not about the score. If he just wants to be coached separately to work on different skills. it. And then, what you were saying about um how he just wants to sit on the side, he still has to show that he can, like, do things, that he's good. He has to be proud of what he does to yeah. be confident. and the best way for him to do that is for him and Hamish to work on his skills separately so he can better attune them. Yeah. If he's working well, with Katniss, then the whole time Katniss is being sullen and Peeta can't specifically, actually improve with Haymitch, because they're just trying to deal with Katniss. So it makes sense. If you had to survive in the Hunger Games, you want to choose the option that makes you the best. Katniss is the problem. In some cases, yeah. You saw Katniss' talk with Hay- Haymitch. Like, Peta needs time for him to attune his own skills. You can't spend the whole time just being like, Katniss. <laughs> <laughs> Come marry me. Yeah, he can't. So he has to... Like, he has... I think... Peta made a good move here, and I don't think any blame should be placed on him or Katniss. I think that I just kind of feel bad for Katniss; like she was yes. actually excited. I do, I do feel bad for her, but like that segues perfectly into the fact that Katniss mm-hmm. feels betrayal, which shows um, that she's been falling for our very own Peta Bread. Um, I thought Peta Trip. Well, Peter I said Peta Bread, Hannah. Too bad, I said Peta Bread. <laughs> Um, I think that she is trying to suppress her feelings um, by saying things like, oh, it was just because of the training score. Um, well, also now, there's just future delusion that he's just trying to kill her. Yeah, this is future <sighs> delusion. Like, no, Cadness, yeah. no. Like, st- please stop, because <laughs> you're going to drive me insane. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't think that he she... I don't think he chose to do it separately because she did better than him. Um, I don't think Peter is the kind of person to get jealous or do that kind of spiteful action. I think he just... Chose- well, I mean, he is jealous. No, he's not. He's jealous of Gale. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's jealous of Gale. You're right. Peter is jealous of Gale, but not of Katniss. Um, I want to go back um, when you mentioned... Wait... The, her delusions about her him wanting to kill her. I think back to when um her mom went into the depression, she probably learned that she couldn't trust anybody ever. Yeah. And then that's why she probably just doesn't trust yep. him. Yeah, I think it's all history. Her mom, like, um being that way sort of, it messed with Katniss, so it's, she, yeah, she has a difficult ability to trust people. Yeah. I think, I think that Yeah, sums that all up. So, then Katniss has to go for two hours for basically deportment lessons with Effie. And I think this is stupid and kind of sexist. Like, I don't think PETA had to walk on heels for two hours. Like, I don't think PETA had to learn about how to smile. Like, this is dumb. Something about it, like, ticks me off. So, what do you guys think? I don't think it's exactly sexist. I just think that... no. It is sexist. But it is. I hate that. I hate heels. Heels suck. I do. Yeah. I was a Barbie. Hannah was there. I had like <laughs> six inch heels. And I was trying to walk down the sidewalk in them. It was bad. We took them <laughs> off. They like, were too big for you. They were too, too big too because yeah. We got them at Goodwill. So I tried to wear them. It was a whole fiasco. Um, They were like six inch heels and they were bad. I took them off after like not even a block, like one house, <laughs> and I took them off. Yeah, it was bad. And then I like for a while I wore like shorter heels, and then I just went to socks yeah. because I was in so much pain. Yeah, but I just think like, what did Peter work on with Effie? Probably like, I don't know, how to be charming. Yeah, like Peter probably got more like substantial charm. The like, crowd. what's so dumb is like it didn't even affect her in the long run because the dress was different, the shoes were different, so like. It's just stupid. Yeah. And honestly, she kind of just like got her all her coaching from Cinna, anyways. Yeah. Like, she didn't really need Hamish or Effie. Okay. So, Hamich's session is it's it just starts out okay and then just goes downhill really fast. So, they try a bunch of different stuff. I wrote, made a list of them. I just want to quick talk about each one and what we guys think if we think that we could pull this off. So, the first one is charming. Um, I think I could be charming. I don't, I don't know. Or... Depends on the charming, you know? Yeah, just be There's like... There's different types of charming. Yeah, I don't know. Prince charming. Um, like... If it was, like, jokes charming, like, I could be that. Yeah, I don't think this would be that hard. Sophia or Emerson, what do you guys think? Maybe if I was wearing, like, a whole lot of shake-up. But, <laughs> uh, you know... Okay. Next, okay. There's no need for so that. next one is aloof. I think aloof. Can someone tell me what oh, yeah, aloof yeah, means? I'm like pretty sure of, I know what it means um, avoid. Like qu- it means sort of like avoid questions, never give like direct answers. But isn't that mysterious? No, sort I've of. Heard... It's sort of yeah, like that's... mysterious, but like you're just like I'm looking at. Not... I thought aloof meant you don't care. Well, yeah. It also oh. means that. Okay. It like, says it's like. I don't, I don't know. A Flaky, just from Gilmore Girls. Okay, it says not friendly or forthcoming, cool and distant, conspicuously uninvolved and uninterested, typically through distaste. Yeah. So you just don't really. According to where? Um, Google Dictionary. <laughs> 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 okay. So aloof. I don't want a good copyright or whatever the heck that is. I don't know the I don't word. Think it is. Anyway. So, I think I could be aloof. you just be like, "Nah, yeah. don't really care. Neh. Yeah. No, it would bug me. I would be, like, thinking about what I really wanted to answer yeah, the whole same. time. I'd be like, no, <laughs> but I want to tell you the truth. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, so, fierce. I feel like this would be the one I'd have a hard time with. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> I could be that. Okay, Hannah, you be think- like, I could be really mean and pushy when I want to be. Hmm. But is that fierce? Now? Like bold well, kind of. Like when you're like bold, you're kinda of, like pushy and a little mean. Okay. Um, humble. I could definitely do humble. Like this is like yeah. just be like, it's great. I don't think I deserve all of it. Like just that's all you have to say about literally anything. Yeah. Okay, cocky, I could also do like Sophia could do cocky. I you I could do cocky. I can definitely do cocky. I could do cocky, but I would get so embarrassed by myself. Same. I'd be like, I sound so dumb, but like I could totally I could totally pull it off and be like, yeah, I'm the best. I'm definitely the best. Don't even yeah. Okay. Don't even need to tell me. Yeah. You don't like but you can if you want. Like (laughs) Okay, so witty. I think yeah. yeah. I personally already consider myself to be witty. I agree, um, but I think I could be witty. Just be like witty, woo. Okay, funny. I could I could do oh, funny. I check that box. Yeah, and um, sexy. <laughs> I could not pull, I cannot pull this one off. I just like on national television. No, thank you.
1: And like yeah, your parents just... are watching.
0: Like. <laughs> And like, it's just so <laughs> awkward. Well, and being like sexy for like the people who are betting if you're gonna stay alive or not. Yeah, and like, like it's se- like think about how old <laughs> Caesar is. Like that was yeah. so awkward. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay, Sophia, you had something to say about a sexy Katniss before we do the last one. Actually, we'll do mysterious. Mysterious yeah, was the I can last do mysterious. one. Just whenever I think mysterious, I think of a ghost. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I could do this no, one. it gives me Edward vibes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, <laughs> Sophia, what do you think about sexy Katniss? I cannot wrap my mind around this. I mean, what would the capital people want her to wear for that reason? Um, would it be like everything is glittery like a Selena vibe? I, I just, I just need somebody to tell me this. Personally, cause... I was I just picture skimpy. Like that's,
1: <laughs> that's you all know, I, I can think
0: of. A Hannah Montana moment, like she's wearing a short dress. They make her like go in a wig, and then she takes it off, and like I'm really Katniss. What? That's how I picture it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So listeners, email in, tell us what you think a sexy Katniss would be like describe it for us we'll read it on air yeah so yeah so then she makes yeah. up with well first she like kind of has a tantrum and she like throws all the plates on the wall like again <laughs> cat is being wasteful um yeah i think it's nice that she capital make- sorry go ahead no no no. you say your thing the capitals are like getting to her yeah it is so I think it's nice that she makes up with the AVOX girl, and I feel like that's one less burden that she has to carry into the arena of, like, oh my god, it was my fault. Um, So yeah, what do you guys think about her making up with mysterious AVOX um, girl? I think it's good, because I guess she kind of now has an ally. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She well, sort and- of has a confidant now. Well, and it now goes with the thing that she doesn't have to owe someone if she dies. Yep. Yeah, that's one less burden of owing people. Yeah. Okay. Um, So another thing about the AVOX girl, what do you guys think of the fact that we still haven't learned her name? Is this something like, do we think this sort of has an underlying meaning, meaning like about her? Because like, you know how like Effie Trinket, she was calling her that. Like, is this another one of these things? Or should we like not read that much into it? What do you guys think? I think it's interesting. Maybe we should give her a name. No. What should her name be? Listeners, email in. Tell us what this Avox girl's name should be and what we should call her. Avon. That's no. (laughs) No. Avox, Avon. They're not doing that. It's very easy to remember. Nope. Pick another one. Sounds Um... like Sexy Katniss's (laughs) name. (laughs) Ava. (laughs) Ava. Like, Um... I mean, maybe it sounds too much like Avox. Maybe you should just do something random like Sherry or something, but. No, not Sherry. Sherry's no, too happy. Not Sherry's too happy. Um, we need a Saturn name. Jupiter. That's a nice name, but I don't like it. What about Venus? Mm. Ju- Wait. Juniper. I like Juniper. that. Okay, well, we'll think about it. Le- email in, guys. None of you have emailed in about anything except for Lizzie. So, <laughs> so aggressive. We want those emails. <laughs> okay. Um, so they go, Cinna's dress. I love this dress. Once again, Cinna is my personal stylist. Um Emerson I'm in love with him, Violet. You know this. Yeah. You get PETA and I get Cinna. I know. I think this is great. But yeah. So stop complimenting the man that I love. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you would like that. I like it when you compliment <sighs> Peta. Okay, I'll. Cinna's the worst. <laughs> there, now I used a negative and a positive, so it, it evened itself out. Now we can go forward smoothly. Cinna is Cinna. Emerson, um, what do you think? Okay, yeah. So I've done actually quite a bit of research on historical dress, specifically the Victorian era. But, um, so like the actually heavy dresses, like 40 pound dresses with intricate designs were commonly worn by, like, the most wealthy people in that era. However, very grateful that Cinna did not follow all the 17th to 18th century fashion, including stays, ruffled sleeves, skirt cages, or corset, because, <laughs> um, in oh, yeah. almost all the research I've done, fashion historians have made, st- like, statements saying that while there are some advantages to wearing corsets including um posture support and stuff like that it's not a good idea to wear one for too long because you know breathing and stuff and i can rearrange your (laughs) organs. um but it's also really not okay you guys to wear a foundational corset against bare skin go on go like Look up historical dress, like, so many people have made statements about this. Anyways, um, I'm very grateful that Sina was able to make this beautiful outfit for Katniss, but, like, not make it painful for her. And I am also, like, thank you guys for putting up with my rambling, because it could have gone longer, but, you know. Yeah. It didn't, okay. thank goodness. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> no! <laughs> thank <laughs> I would have had to start editing stuff out, so it was a perfect amount of time. Okay. Um. Katniss. Oh my god. Hannah. You said it was something you that I would that. wear to prom. I would so wear this yeah, dress to prom. Like, if so. I could wear the exact dress Katniss wears in the Hunger Games to prom, I think I would cry. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, I yeah. so see you wearing to prom. I, Thank you. Okay. Um, I love that Cinna is being so... I, I can't say anything nice about Cinna now, apparently. So I'm just going <laughs> to put him blank. I love that Cinna is being so blank and really like a blank to Katniss. He just keeps going up, in my opinion. Hannah, you chose what? Well. Um, kind and friend, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Hannah, do you have anything else you want to say about Cinna? No, oh really? Okay, yeah. I guess your love isn't oh that good for him then. Why? Viol- oh, you <laughs> <I> mean. <laughs> and your love for Peta is better. I could. You can't go, even you notice me? a flaw. I would go on about him. Hannah if you had given me the opportunity to talk more about Peta. I would have. So <laughs> I can't give you an opportunity yeah, to you talk can. more about Peta than you already do. Okay. So, okay, um, turns out Katniss dress is not for sale. Darn. I'm gonna find Dang. it on Amazon though. Darn, darn, we'll darn. Maybe Amazon. we can make it. Maybe we could like buy like a Amazon red dress and like put like flat like reddish gems and stuff on it. Okay, because we all can sew that well. Yeah, and then like we could take oh. a picture of it. No, well, if we just buy well, the red have... dress, we just like <laughs> glue them oh, on. Oh, they don't have Katniss dress but they do have her ho- outfit from the Hunger Games. So I should yeah. wear that to yes. the prom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> there's a shirt that says, Sena told me to wear this. Yeah, I know. What it's on know? my it's on my um birthday wish list. Oh, I need that. Yeah, Hannah, we should both get them. We should all get them. Ooh. Anyway. So um another twin alert. They're wearing similar flame designs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um so we meet Caesar Flickerman whose job is just to interview the people. Um, having his job like even though you're like talking to kids like who will probably die, it seems pretty fun. Like I'm like, I don't know. I would want to just be on television and be like, hey, I'm there like and then just talk to a bunch of people. Like that sounds like a fun job. What do you guys think? Yeah, too much talking. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't like it. I love to talk. If you can't I notice. I don't know. I'm really bad at like, when people are like, oh, no, I'm so sad that I'm about to die in the Hunger Games. I'm really bad at giving advice, so I feel like I would start laughing and everyone would hate me. <laughs> okay. Um. So, we keep hearing about these two characters, the boy from two and the girl from five. Um. Just if you need help jogging your memory, the boy from two is, like, really scary. The girl from five has, like, red hair. Um. What part do you guys think that they will play in the story? Sophia knows. Hannah knows. I know. Emerson, this is on you. <laughs> um, again, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm, I don't know. Um, think that they might be like um people that a Katniss has to face up against in the in the games. Also, okay. yeah. When you said the girl from District Five who has like red hair, I like flip my hair. No, hit oh, me in the yes. face, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So Rue, Rue is on the stage. We, I. It's not really a debate because I don't really know. But like, what do you guys think of Rue sponsors versus no sponsors? Personally, I'm, I'm like, she's very sweet and everything, and like she had that great line, like, if "You can't catch me, you can't kill me." And I feel like maybe she'll get some, but I feel like she just isn't seem formidable enough to, like, get a lot of sponsors. What do you guys I, think? I think that maybe she will get sponsors because, like, of how sweet she is. I would sponsor her, but maybe that's just because I'm short and tiny, so... I'd sponsor yeah. her. I I think people would only get sponsors for her because of her score, but I don't think she's gonna get sponsors just because how tiny she is, like, People are gonna be like, oh, since she's so tiny, she'll probably die right away, you know? Yeah. I feel like they'd be worried about, like, like don't waste my money. Yeah, because, like, if they're betting and stuff, they'd be worried about, um, like, her, because her odds yeah, of winning but, are like, pretty small, so, like. I would want to, like, if I were a mother, I would want to help her because of how, like. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You I know see what this that. is like. It matters at This how- is like the Super Bowl. <laughs> huh? <laughs> i feel like i feel like it matters on how um humane the people in the cap like if what they're sponsoring based on like are they sponsoring based on like i think this person is gonna win or like i want this person to win you know it's like both so um we meet the district 11 boy tribute so not rue his name is Thresh. um which is an interesting it's a it's not. It's more like a tie between District 11's um, like thing, which is agriculture, and a th- like a thresher. I believe is like something they use with harvesting crops. So that's just a small tie-in. But what do you guys um, think of Thrush? I respect that he didn't join the careers, and he seems pretty chill. Um, what do you guys think of him? He's uh, pretty chill. Yeah. I just looked at this thing because I, I was very dedicated to my Super Bowl theory. Okay. And there was this guy who died while he was playing. What? While well, he was playing football. Okay. has <laughs> anything yeah, to do with that. the wide receiver. <laughs> I no, I don't. Was this helpful? Yes, it was helpful. Thank you, Wikipedia. So, um, yeah. So, no one has anything they want to say about Thresh. Cool. Okay. So the interviews, I personally think that I would do really well with the interviews, um, because I feel like this could be the one moment where I shine because I would suck at these training things. Like I have no physical I have some physical skill, but like I have little to none, like when it comes to impressive feats of physicality. I feel like maybe I could be good at the chariot like stuff, but I'd probably pull uh, we out. Were talking, we were talking about this the other day how we would probably be so bad in the Hunger Games unless it was swimming. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think like this interview could be like my three moments, or my three minutes of fame, and like the only chance I have at getting sponsors. So what do you guys think? How do you, do you guys think you would be good so at this I would whole interview? I'd be the worst at this interview. Huh. Okay. I wouldn't be half bad. I mean, okay hannah what about you i think it would be good just really nervous but i think my nervousness will like flow through my body and um, then i well, would just I don't become think that amazing. i would be like terrible at it but i don't i think it would be the worst out of all my like different things so. <laughs> yeah yeah okay um so as rocky as katniss has for a start with her thing and she's She's a little, like, nervous at first. Um, I think she does really good overall. So if you guys were sponsors, would you sponsor her based on this interview only? Like, so not knowing she got an 11 and she, like, just on the fact that she, like, twirled and stuff. I would, I'm. I might give her a little money or whatever, but probably not a lot. Because she, like, in this interview, she doesn't show a lot about her, like, I'm really strong side it's more like I'm well, just yeah Hannah what do you think I would say no because I would never want to be a capital person in the first place but if you had to be so... you're literally on capital chatter yeah but I'm not going to be a capital person mm. so no thanks okay so you're just not going to answer the question cool no no I'm not. I answered the question I said no because I'm not a person of the capital Okay, I suck okay except Sina of course and hey Okay, well just one thing we do see is that later in the books um people districts can sponsor too. Like I think anyone can sponsor someone. But yeah, okay. Emerson, yeah, but you have, to have money. Emerson or Sophia, would either of you sponsor Katniss? No. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Ow. You wouldn't. Uh, okay. No Emerson? comment. Okay. Wow. You guys are really talking Oh, yes, today. we love the talk. <laughs> Well, the talk is about oh to happen gosh. because oh, yeah, no, it is PETA <laughs> <laughs> oh, Please geez. don't judge. Oh, okay. Oh, PETA, 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 PETA. 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 What <laughs> are we going to do with you? More about PETA. I think that this interview, like, it, he, he's just, he's so funny. He does a really good job speaking publicly. Like, he doesn't seem nervous from Katniss's point of view. He probably was a little nervous inside, but like he seemed like to be bouncing off of Caesar, like and they had really good banter going on. Um and I think the way that he handles this interview and his like lightheartedness, um, says so much about his character. What do you guys think about this? I it was... Just before he says before the last line, just based on the other parts of the interview weird. alone. When he was like uh when it, it said like, um, he said, "Do I still smell like roses?" And and then uh, Katniss said something like, uh, "Then the audience lost interest because uh, Caesar and PETA were taking turns sniffing each other." <laughs> I thought it was so weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're sort of doing like a comedy skit. Like, do do you guys watch SNL? Sometimes no. Night Live. Only when Pete Davidson Davidson is on it. Pete okay, whatever. He's always on there, Hannah. He's a regular. I know, but, like, I only watch, like, the parts when he's on it. Like, I don't take the time to watch the whole thing. I just watch his skits. Okay, well, um, oh, my God. So, I feel like this reminds me of an SNL skit almost where they're, like, just sort of, they're, like, being funny. It's, like, Peter just, he fits really well into the role of, like, being on TV and stuff. So now, the famous line, because she came here with me. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Now we have a whole um, just cute fan girls screaming, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, heart, 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 <laughs> kissing noises, kiss, heart, heart eyes, heart eyes. <laughs> It continues for a long time. Makes me one of them. You're welcome, Sophia. A very supportive friend. (laughs) Five kiss, five lips, four red hearts, four um heart eyes, four you know heart face thing. Yeah, yeah. Then four um, arrow heart and four sparkly heart and then four devil thingies. (laughs) Those come later. Those come later. Okay, I love this line so much. Um, This is why this is my favorite chapter, if you hadn't already guessed, because of that geniusness of a line. And what also brings me joy is the thought of Gale, watching back in his dirt hole in District 12. And he's probably super (laughs) angry and knows in his heart that he's wrong for jealous. He's wrong for Katniss. And then I I wrote smirk and then four evil emojis. What do you mean his dirt hole? I mean, he's poor. I'm making fun of... I mean, so is Katniss. She's not poor anymore. Well, she's still poor. He's just staying in a place. He's either dead or she's poor. Like... She's either dead or she's going to be rich, Hannah. There are only two options in her future. Yeah, but she's still poor right now. Well, she's not really. It's not her future yet. It's, well, one of them are going to be her future. There's no other options. So. Yeah, but she's still <laughs> poor right now. Anyway, I just, the thought of Gail, <laughs> Gail, because he has to watch, right? This is mandatory viewing. So he's sitting at home. Well, how do you know he's watching it? What if he just has it it's on? viewing. Well, it's mandatory watching. Like the, like the peacekeepers come yeah. around and like make them watch oh, it. Oh, that's exciting! So it just brings me joy for Gail to be like. To, it just, I just have an image in my mind, and it brings me happiness. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Don't kill me, I don't. This. Oh, we know. Hey about guys, it. <laughs> okay. um, Emerson. So, hey you hey. guys! This <laughs> is my little sister. She wants to say hi. Sup y'all. <laughs> Alright, so Emerson's gonna go kill her sister now. Okay, okay. Uh, bye, bye bye. Bye. Everyone in there. That was Emerson's sister, shower. So okay. Yes. Okay, so um we have to everyone else has to discuss their thoughts on this. Sophia apparently has none because she didn't put any notes down. I Actually, vocally, hey! I was listening to it on audiobook, and I actually screamed. Like, I actually screamed. <laughs> yeah, it's scream-worthy. Yeah. Okay, Hannah. <laughs> that, that way you just said, it. okay, Hannah. Um, I love that Peter confesses his love. But in front of everyone, I mean, I think that's a little pushy of Peta. I mean, I agree when when Val and I were listening to it together, we like looked at each other with a shocked face. But I, I, I think wasn't was shocked. Little... I was smiling well, I outrageously. Mean, I know, but like we looked at each other. Yes, we did. But I think that it's a little pushy of Peta. Like Katniss just chilling, watching Peta talking to Caesar, and then oh. here's that fault is, like, in love with her. That's just another burden on her shoulders. <sighs> okay. So, this would have happened or a- anything like this, I would have unzipped my skin, <laughs> in the ball, and then hid it in the skin. <laughs> Ew. That's so gross. <laughs> well, aren't you already hiding in your skin, Bob? I'm confused. I'm confused, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you understand- it's a phrase that my mom uses I don't know if it's an actual phrase but okay. you're like really embarrassed that you want to die you hide in your skin yeah I, I I've heard that phrase before but I never really thought about it so um this is this comes back to my theory I think that the reason Peter asked to train alone is because he wanted to talk with Hamich about this um, like him professing his love for Katniss, um, um, so that's that's the whole theory. And I think that Peta, like he needed something, so that they both have a chance. Because think about how many sponsors, like they're going to get now, because because of this. Like they obviously made the biggest splash. Everyone's going to be talking about them. So um, I just I think this is why I... Peta asked to be disagree because like how could have known like ha- how could they have known that like Caesar was going to start talking about girls I mean unless he does it with all the districts 12 boys he probably he probably just does it with all of the boys we didn't hear it I mean you think like talking about girls is like a pretty gossipy thing well then why didn't he Maybe it was girls just because, how about guys because it, it's a double standard hmm. whatever I that's the one thing but I feel like they sort of had this plan, like even if Caesar hadn't brought it up, I feel like Peter would have found a way to direct the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, Sophia, what do you think about this theory? I, it's a very valid theory. I actually, that's what I thought everybody thought yeah. when I read. The- I didn't. I didn't realize that there was another opinion. So, I just, yeah. This is. This is. What I think, like I feel like, it makes the most sense, because I feel like if Peta didn't have that reason, I feel like he wouldn't have chosen to be coached separately, because he would have known how much it would have hurt Katniss's feelings. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Huh. So there goes the end of my favorite chapter. But first, I have one last thing to talk about b- before we take our quiz. So, I think this is like kind of unrelated to any specific chapter. Um, So I think um, that Suzanne Collins has um, three different types of chapter endings like that she sort of commonly uses. So the first one is where it just like sort of just cleanly cuts off and it like the story could really go anywhere from there. Um, An example of this is when they have just arrived in the capital and she's like, oh, Pete is fighting to kill me or whatever. Um, And I feel like, okay, that's kind of a cliffhanger. But like the story literally could have gone anywhere from there because it was sort of like a concise ending so then the second one is the ending where it's exciting but not nail biting is an example of this is last week's cliffhanger um with Katniss shooting the apple and it's like oh my god what's gonna happen but you're not like this is the biggest thing in the world because you kind of like saw it coming um and then the last one is the mega intense one which is like this week's cliffhanger which is like because you came here with me and then there's the one where um Prim's name was called and you're like oh my god like was not expecting that and like it's a complete plot twist so what what do you guys think of this do you think this is a an appropriate analysis yeah. or whatever yeah okay
1: yeah cool I, that
0: was just something sorry, I, I just want to say that so now, i just wanted to point out to all the listeners that this is the end of part one of the book this is how she ends yes. it the next part is the games Part two is the games. So, like, that's that's how it ends. Just, yeah. It's so exciting. It's very exciting. Okay. Um, so, this week, we will be taking a What's Your Training Score Hunger Games quiz. Listeners, we encourage you to take it as we go along. And you can find the link to this quiz on our website. Just look up Capital Chatter Podcast. So, does everyone have the quiz yes. open? Is everyone ready to take it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so, it's what's your training score? It's 11 questions. Let's start the quiz. Yay. So, question one is what district do you come from? Um, right. I guess I'll, I'll go first, and then we can just go in the order we usually go in. So, I – do you guys need to hear a list of what um, districts are probably. what? Probably. Just, yeah. Okay. Districts. District 1 is luxury, which we learned. District 2 is masonry. District 3 is electronics. District 4 is fishing. District 5 is power. District 6 is transportation. District 7 is lumber. District 8 is textiles. District 9 is grain. District 10 is livestock. District 11 is agriculture. And District 12 is mining. Um. So I'll go first I'm doing District 4 because I've taken a quiz about which district are you, and that's what I got. Um, So, Hannah, what what are you going to do? I'm going to use District 11. Ooh, agriculture. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sophia, what about you? I do District 4 because I, I like... I also did okay. District 11 because we've had this discussion before about me and plants. So... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, that's, like, really weird that, okay, we both, we all did. So, our next button, doop do do Question two. It's just, what do the game makers think about you? Um, do you want me to read the options? I guess I will. There, it's, love me, I'm a career after all. I'm not sure what they think of me. They hate me. They think I'm rebellious. They think I'm funny. They hardly notice me. They think I have potential, and they respect me. I'll go first. I'm gonna say, um, they think I'm funny. Because, I am funny. I need an eco check too. Um, <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> I'm choosing. I, I I'm also choosing that one too. Okay, they think you're funny. Um, Sophia, I have no idea. Just pick one. You're taking a quiz. The um, the 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 potential. Um, I'm go just to gonna Kendall? say okay. I'm not sure what they think of me because. This is a hypothetical situation. Yeah. So you're not. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Next. In my opinion, I am. Okay. So the options are meek, <laughs> fearful, evil, strong, weak, disturbed, <laughs> brutal, normal, nice, intelligent, optimist, or pessimist. I'm going to go with pessimist. Actually, Ugh, pessimist or intelligent guys? What should I do? I'm a very intelligent person. Again, I need the ego check. Intelligent pessimist, or pessimist? Because you said that earlier in the episode. Okay, I'll do pessimist. Um, I'm choosing optimist. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you are optimist. I'm not. Sophia, what about you? I'm very pessimistic. You You guys know we we there's a whole list. We don't just have to pick between the two.
1: That's the not only true. thing I
0: am, though. No. Okay, Emerson, okay uh, what uh, are you doing? I feel like Sophia, um, Hannah, and I are all going to get the same, and then Emerson's uh, going to get something totally different. I'll probably, <laughs> I guess, the one that fits me best is intelligent. Okay, yeah, I I feel like that. I agree with that. Okay, my weapon of choice is sword, throwing knife, battle axe, stealth. Spear, tree climbing, bow and arrow, survival <laughs> skills, emotion. I've decided we're gonna go in a different order, um, to switch um, things up. So Amartya, tree you're climbing going first. Which one? Definitely. Are you? I've climbed some. I tree Actually, okay. I was in the woods today, and I climbed like three different trees, and yeah. Like, wow. No. I did not fall out. I did not. Very proud. Okay, um, uh, Hannah, what are you gonna pick? Bow and arrow. Because, I mean, I could be like hiding in a tree, shoot someone, and they never know what's me. Besides. Okay, yeah. Sophia? Throwing knife because stabby stabs. It fun. <laughs> I'm picking emotion. <laughs> <laughs> because I have no talent. Next. The end of my training is near, and the final test is approaching. Which skill will will you use do i think are most valuable okay um hand-to-hand combat sword fighting and spear throwing that's one knife throwing bow shooting and medical skills that's two fire making survival skills plant identification three tree climbing stealth and hiding that's four axe throwing survival skills medical skills that's five and then (laughs) nothing i sat there and cried about my fate (laughs) so um hannah you get to go first this time Mm. You can do it, Hannah. I think knife, well, I don't know. Because, like, I want to know what, like, I can eat. But then fire making, like, I don't want people to find me. So, I'm never going to make a fire. So, I think I'm going to choose knife throwing, bow shooting, medical skills. Okay. Um, Sophia, you go next. Um, They're really, like, very way or the other. I mean, I'd say knife... Yeah, knife throwing, bow shooting, medical skills. Okay, um, I'll go next. I'm picking axe throwing, survival skills, and medical skills because I need those survival skills. This is tough. Emerson, what about you? Knife throwing, bow shooting, and um, m- more. Most importantly, I think is medical. Med- oh my gosh, medical skills. But um, like I feel like tree climbing and stealth and hiding. Those are things that come easily to me. And I think that they could be helpful, so I don't know. You do you. You could just do any meaning animal if you want. I'll wanted. pick tree climbing, stealth, and hiding because that's original. Okay. Next question. The time has come. You walk into your session with the game makers. What do you do first? Chuck a spear into a dummy. Perfectly. Nervously walk to a bow and begin shooting carefully. Climb to a tree stealthily and show your upper body strength quietly build a fire cry your eyes out why is the capital so mean play a pant mem- plant memory game you have memorized completely hack away at dummies throw knives at dummies throw a heavy ball as hard as you can i'll go first this time um i am going to Ah, oh, this is too hard i will hack away at dummies because i can do that they're not moving um emerson go next Probably, well, okay, there aren't trees in the center, right, I'm guessing? So climbing a tree probably wouldn't be an option. Okay. Well, just imagine that there was. Yeah, I'll do that, because even though I don't really have a lot of upper body strength, I can climb a tree. Yeah, okay. Um, Hannah, go next. I'm choosing hack away at dummies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Throw and so knives are- at dummies and then, and then, oh, like, funny. you know, continuously stab them until they're dead. Yes. Okay. Which one are we on? We're on seven. You walk into the training center on your first day. The other tributes are already there and it's time to start training. What do I decide to do first? A lot of this stuff is like repeats, but that's okay. Hack away at dummies. Climb some trees and remain out of sight. Set a fire. Grab a bow and shoot at some targets. Throw knives swiftly and rapidly at targets. Play a wild edible plant computerized memory game. Test your upper body strength on the monkey bars. Set up some snares. Sit down and cry. <laughs> you can't win, so why try? Um, <laughs> Sophia, you um, go first. I do the test your upper body strength on the monkey bars because that's what I would want to practice. And, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, Um, I'll go next. I would set up some snares, because I feel like snares are a good way to get food. Hannah, you go. I'm choosing throw knives swiftly and rapidly at targets. I would also do snares. And Emerson? Snares, yeah. Okay. Next. The final question- oh, this is not the final question. The training is ended, and every tribute is being lifted into the arena. It's time to make the choice that may result in life or death. What do you do? Run straight toward the cornucopia. Grab a weapon and fight. Run away from the cornucopia. Grab the closest thing to your plate and run. Ask to form an alliance with someone. Commit suicide. I have your prize and hope for the best, the or cornucopia? I'm not sure. Um, Sophia, you can get. this. Yet. Oh, yeah, you guys know what this is. In the middle of the arena, there's like a giant pile of like, yeah. you know how like at Thanksgiving, it's like the cornucopia, like, so the cornucopia, is like It's right in the middle. So everyone is all their plates. Like you stand on something and you have to wait for 30 seconds and you're like standing on something. And then the like gong sounds and everyone goes. And so the cornucopia is like evenly in the middle. And there's like stuff, like important stuff. So there's like weapons, food, stuff. Like the best stuff is closest to the middle. And then as it gets farther away and towards the plates, there's like less good stuff. And then the cornucopia is in the middle and it just has a bunch of stuff. So I will go first. I would grab the closest thing to my plate and run. Um, Hannah, you can go next. I'm gonna do the same choice. Uh, okay. Um, I'm- um, since Sophia, this go. is a hypothetical thing, if I was actually doing this, I'd probably commit suicide because ethics. But um, since this is just like a hypothetical thing, I'd do the closest thing to your plate and run. Um. Okay. I'm tick- I'm not Ann sure Emerson. because I probably wouldn't do any of the things. I'd just, I'd just run and I'd hide. I'd hide. Like, I would wait until most of the people mm. had like okay. left and then I'd go back and get it afterward. So, Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Next. In a session with the game makers, they place you in a computerized test while sitting in a chair. In the test, you stand on a metal plate in the metal. In the meadow, tributes surround you in the sea the cornucopia and its supplies. What do you do? I hate this, steps off the plate, and blows up. Taking the tributes near you, can you outrun them? Get ready to sprint away from the bloodbath. Get ready to grab a weapon and fight. I have the items closest to you. Maybe you can snatch one up and get away. Plan to run swiftly to the cornucopia and grab something. Focus on protecting the younger tributes. Um, Sophia, you um, I have the items closest to you. Maybe you can snatch one up. Um, Hannah? I agree Me with too. you. I would do... Um, Taking the tributes near you. Can you outrun them? Because I could not, but I'd still try. Um, question 10. In which arena do you think you may be able to survive the longest in? A huge forest, a frozen wasteland, a burning desert, a ruined city, a marshland, a concealing meadow, a mountain slope, a hedge maze, or a lake? I pick a huge forest. Um, Hannah, you can... I choose a huge forest, too. Forest. Okay. Emerson? Everyone's choosing forest? Okay. Last question, guys. What do you think of pe- about people volunteering as tribute? Insane? Arrogant? Protective? Smart? Fun? Attention-seeking? Lovable? Tough? Or weird? Um, Hannah, you can go. By tough? Do they mean, like, a strong person? Yeah, like, if you're doing it, like like wow that must show how tough you are okay then i'm choosing tough arrogant um emerson
1: insane
0: sophia and i'm choosing protective so guys let's view our results this is so exciting it's loading oh my god i did so good do we i'll go first i got a nine guys oh yeah oh yeah a career-like score. You show much potential for the games, Hannah. What did you Ooh! get? I got a ten. Oh my God! What? The- <laughs> what does it say? This is a great store for any tributes that isn't from a career district. Wow. Okay. Nice. Um, Sophia. Six. Hey, that's okay. I would not. Yes, yeah, Sophia. It. What is a jujitsu master? I think. She's like- yeah. <laughs> Useful. I know. Lush, and I should r- knock in Wrestling nine. team character. Of my school. But it's. Wait, so what does it say? What is a it- six. What does it say underneath? Nicely done. Not bad, but not great either. <laughs> uh, you got seven. Emerson, <laughs> what did you get? A score of seven. Rue managed to get this too. It's pretty good for most tributes. Okay. <laughs> if you want to be able to Because. I will be honest. I took this quiz before to make sure all the questions didn't spoil anything. And I got a four. Like I did different, I did different answers and I got a four. So don't, don't worry about it. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a quiz. We encourage all of you listeners to take it. So now it's time for my quote of the week. This quote, this week's quote is from Hamish. It's, You've got about as much charm as a dead slug. I love this Hamish quote. It is such a good insect. Oh my god, insect. Insult. If we're looking at this with no context, it would still be an amazing insult. The creativity in comparison is beautiful. Who knew Hamish was such a poet? Anyway, I challenge you all to use this. You can replace charm with something else like style. You've got as much style as a dead slug. You've got as much brains. Literally anything.
1: That's like that so is good. Mean.
0: These are like uh, all insults. Well, I mean, you've mean. got as much talent, or you could do. You've got as much <laughs> ugliness go. as a dead slug. You mean Whoa. about as much beauty as a dead slug? <laughs> it's all so hurtful. Yeah. So all either so way, that's still so an insult. Well, if you need to insult someone this week, you all should do it. Right. Maybe you your should your use this like a dead slug, Violet. Yeah. Maybe it is. I mean, I would be happy. Dead slugs wait for what a long time? Probably. Well, I'm they're dead. Out. They're in heaven. Slug heaven. Can't breathe. Well, this just went downhill. <laughs> okay, so, so, yeah, um, that's the end of this week's episode of Capital Chatter. And remember, Panem today, Panem tomorrow, Panem forever. <laughs> To learn more about Capital Chatter, visit our website. If you've thoughts about what we discussed this week, email us at capital.chatter.pod at gmail.com, all lowercase. If you're enjoying our podcast, leave us a rating. Thanks!